This is Two Regular Girls with Heidi and Marley, a podcast where we talk about anything and everything to share our views and opinions as two regular girls. What up, bitches? (laughs) Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to all those beautiful people out there listening to my motherfucking soft ass, smooth ass seductive ass voice (laughs) hell i'm playing good morning i am feeling um pretty all right you know not my best but um could be worse how are you feeling i'm good she drinking a little wine on this fine monday morning getting the day started right you know yeah 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 um i've been sober so it's kind of hard looking at that glass of wine and i just want to ship on it but i won't because i'm gonna stick to my word i don't want to drink and so yeah there's that (laughs) um so today as you could probably tell from the title we got a q and a for y'all um so we just gathered some questions from our listeners (laughs) Um, when I say listeners, I mean my sister, my cousin. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to be exposed. Like yeah, that. I'm exposing <laughs> myself today. So shout out to McKenna and Taya. Yay, love you guys. Um, we gathered some pretty good questions. So let's just jump right into it. Our first question is: Have you ever gotten in a fight? I've never gotten in a fight that wasn't planned. What does so, that mean? I was in Muay Thai um, oh. starting my uh, freshman year of high school. So those were always planned. Like we would spar with our partners or they would, um, you know, put us in categories and you'd fight somebody and you'd kind of go in a, go to like the finals or whatever. So like I've never been in a fight outside of like a, a gym, I guess. So martial arts. Martial arts gym. Yeah. Nice. Never, ever, ever. Yeah, no, I've never been in a fight. Which y'all. surprises me. Which surprises most. <laughs> but you guys, I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> oh, I just got a resting bitch face. That's it. That's it. I'm <laughs> I don't fight. Yeah, which is funny because I think I've told you, Marley. You were intimidated me yeah. in the beginning, which like I would always look at you because I was like, damn, you know, she'd be looking right. But I was like, she's a little scary. So when you told me you've never been in a fight, that was like, oh, yeah. you're lying. Yeah. And everyone still still there's still some people that are like, nah, I don't believe you still to this day, even though I prove to whom I who I am as a person. Fuck, I'm like a little softy. How does that make you feel? um kind of actually for a while it made me sad to be honest like i'm genuine in junior high i there was not one person that said before i met you marley when i would see you in the halls you scared the shit out of me and i did not want to talk to you i thought you were the (laughs) biggest bitch this this and that and then they're like when i got to know you it was complete opposite you're you're actually so nice and not scary at all And, and i'm like yeah well maybe you should talk to me before you make that assumption about me just because i have a straight face doesn't mean i'm scary i mean i do too and i've been told that i one time i will never forget this her name is wendy if she happens to listen to this one day shout out to you wendy but i'll never (laughs) forget this i was it was high school it was when i was living here in utah she was like heidi you look like you just want to punch everybody and i was like maybe i do what the fuck is it to you but still damn like i'm nice (laughs) fuck 
Yeah. Well. Yeah. Surprising. But anyway. Okay. Marley, if you could ask any one question to um, a person dead or alive, who would it be and what would the question be? Ooh. That's a tough one. I think I would go back to the 17 or 1800s and ask just an average person just like simple questions um such as i don't know i would want to ask them like what they think of the future like what what do you where do you see america in 200 years where we are tonight to now i don't know i just would love to hear what someone back then thought of what today was going to be like because i always wonder what 100 and 200 years is going to be like from now or even like 40 years from now so i would love to hear what somebody back then thought what today was going to be like Hmm. that's awesome i wish we could do that that'd be really nice yeah just like all the technological advances especially because it's like i feel like nobody really saw any of what's here come you know yeah like electricity was like whoa that's crazy oh my gosh like i'm a luxurious girl (laughs) but it is it is luxurious Yeah, yeah yeah Well, I like yours more. Honestly, the first thing that popped into my head was I would love to talk to one of my grandparents from my mom's side. So my mom was an orphan by the time she was 12 years old. Her parents passed away pretty young. Um, And I'm not entirely sure what the question would be, but I've always been curious, you know, because I at least know uh, my grandparents on my stepdad's side. And even though they haven't been a big part of my life, it's still nice to know, like, who they you know, are. who they are and what my parents grew up with and what people shape them into the person that they are. You know, to me, that's really like a big thing. I think it's awesome. Well, not maybe awesome, but it it, it fascinates me how parents can have such a big impact on their child and really kind of determine almost how they turn out you know obviously the child can choose to be a different way but I don't know my mom's a very 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 interesting individual and I would really love if I could have the chance to um talk to my grandma and my grandpa and just be like she came from yeah I think that'd be awesome my mom never talks about her childhood at all the only thing I know is that she was an orphan at 12 and that she had a hard life. She yeah, had me at well, that's pretty traumatizing to lose. Like, imagine oh, of course. being 12 and how naive and how innocent you were and then have to lose both of your parents. Yeah, of course. And I understand. Like, she's lived a hard life. I mean, all her siblings had to come together and help raise each other, you know. That's why she had to drop out of school so early. I won't get into all of that, but I think it'd be really awesome to just you know sit with them and be like you know who are you like what do you mean to this person in my life yeah i don't know that would be cool and not to uh you know talk about this next but it so happens to be the next question have you ever seen someone die a few times yeah and i think i've mentioned this to you before um it's never been somebody close to me i mean kind of close but not really so i've was a CNA for about three and a half years and the first like two months that I started working on the field I saw one of my favorite patients pass away which was really hard as a 16 year old yeah it was so sad because as a 16 year old you know I started in this place as a volunteer and they were like you know what you're here all the time might as well get paid for it do you want to work for us I was like okay done started working 
didn't know how to wipe ass didn't know how to do yada 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 you know so it was like a big shock for me but the biggest one of all was seeing one of my favorite patients pass away that was really really hard um you were in the room when they passed yeah 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 and um and there's been a few no they They just were lying you know and asleep and then you saw the line goes well they didn't have a line but yes they they passed while we were there um because they're under hospice and once they're under hospice they're in their like final stages of life and you're just there as like company basically um so that was really hard i've seen a few patients pass away like that or i walked in one time no i didn't walk in sorry one of the uh, kitchen staff walked in and they were like oh hey your patient's dead and i was like oh nice cool i mean not nice but like you know it was like so casual yeah it happens all the time yeah and it's crazy Yeah, yeah i can't even imagine when like one of my family members passed away because that would destroy me but it became such a normal thing which is kind of sad but it happened a lot so yeah have you um yes actually i saw my grandpa die um we went to the day that he died or the week leading up i can't remember it was a while ago he had multiple strokes and heart attacks so like we kind of saw it coming just because of how many it was it was like i think that same day he had a few strokes so we came to the hospital um and i i wish i could remember this is so sad but i believe we pulled the plug on him um because there was no way of him mentally coming back from all those strokes that he had um, so we came to the hospital and, um, you know, said our goodbyes and stood by his bed as he passed, um, me, my mom, my dad. And, uh, I don't remember who else. Is. I think I was the only kid in there. Really? Uh, yeah. Only grandkid in there. If I remember right. And maybe, maybe Nainoa, I don't remember, but yeah, I think I was the only kid in there. Um, but yeah, that was pretty sad to see. Mostly just to see, because I, I wasn't really close with my grandpa. Yeah. It was mostly sad just to see my dad devastated. And um, as soon as it flatlined, he just like was hyperventilating, trying to keep it together. Yeah, that's the hardest thing, you know. And even in my current job right now, I've had a few calls with, I've been there, what, like three weeks? And I've already had a few calls where it's like, Hey, I'm calling in to let you know my mom passed. She's in the room here. Can somebody come get her? You know, and it's so sad because they're like hyperventilating and they're crying and they're like screaming. And it's the worst thing. It's so sad. Death is so sad. But I've also always been slightly fascinated by it just to kind of see. I've always been curious about like what lies beyond it, you know. But obviously it's a very sad thing for everyone you leave behind and stuff. For sure. Yeah um okay let's stop getting all sad here um next question have you ever had surgery um yes i've had surgery twice actually no yes twice so my first surgery was my tonsils and my abnoids that i got out um my senior year of high school uh yeah that was pretty interesting yeah i saw the video that they recorded after (laughs) surgery and it was really funny that was my first time having surgery and my first time like going under and so it was that's scary that was the weirdest thing coming out um 
So I don't know. It was like a crazy experience. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got that. My tonsils out because I was struggling with tonsillitis for a few years. Didn't know until like the year leading up. And then I finally got surgery. And then I was on vacation in Hawaii in 2016 and I had my Achilles tendon erupt. So that was the most pain I've ever been in my life was that. And then I got surgery um, a couple weeks later because I didn't know that it had erupted. I went to the doctor in Hawaii and they told me that um, I just sprained my ankle and that I just need to let it rest. And so I was like, well, I'm not going to let it rest. Um, it is what it is. I'm on vacation. So I went to a rave. I went hiking. Of course you did. <laughs> um, you know, I walked a lot and just did my thing. And then I got home, went back to work and I was limping like crazy when I got back home. And um, my coworkers were like, um, you shouldn't be limping still after all this time. You should probably go get it checked out from a doctor here. So I did. And they were like, yeah, this is really bad. They did some tests. I think they took an x-ray and stuff like that on it. And they were like, yeah, this is really bad. Um, we're going to put you in emergency surgery. Um, because if you don't do that, then you could it could cause some major damage and you would be immobile probably for the rest of your life if you don't do this. And I was like, Oh, great. Cool. The doctor in Hawaii didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Cause he nice. told me he sprained it or I sprained it. So yeah, I went into surgery the next day and, um, coming out of that surgery, I'm not one for medicine. So coming out of that surgery, I took med, I took the medicine one time. And then let it wear off. And I regretted it with every inch of my body. I've never... Uh, I felt like my leg had been chopped off because it kind of had. It's been chopped up inside there. So I was like... In, I was in so much pain. So I, you know, popped them Percocets and I would <laughs> sleep. <laughs> but yeah, I just had surgery those two times. My Achilles and my tonsils. What about you? I've never had surgery. I've never gone under. And honestly, that slightly terrifies me. Like you're putting your full trust into these people to knock you the fuck out, do their thing and still have you wake up. That yeah. freaks me out. No, I've never gone under and hopefully never have to knock on wood. Yeah, it it, it was freaky. I what the first time that I had surgery, I, it was... It was it was bad because of okay so first of all i have a fear of needles and second of all it was my first time going under and it freaked me out so because i had a fear of death a death yeah. <laughs> so um they had to they they had to give me a shot no what do they do no so they finally got the iv in after some time of me crying <laughs> and refusing not refusing but i was just like just so scared so they finally got the iv in and they from how scared i was they gave me something to sedate me before the actual sedation 
is if that's a word. So yeah, they gave something to calm me down. And then they gave me the anesthesia. So there's that. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, <laughs> um, have you ever broken a bone? Yeah. So, okay. I think, I think this story is funny. Looking back, you know, looking back on it now, it's kind of funny. So I was, I think, fifth or sixth grade. I honestly don't remember. Um, but my brother, my mom, one of my younger sisters and I were at the park. And it was like maybe a three-foot gym thing. I honestly don't even know what it was for. I think it was used for pull-ups. I'm not sure. But anyway, him and I climbed to the top. Not that tall. But he jumps off, right? And I was like, okay, I'm going to jump off too. But I have a fear of heights. As much as I don't like to admit that, I do have a fear of heights. And um, I was like, okay, Abel, we're gonna count. I'm going to count to 10. If I don't jump by 10, you need to push me off. And he's like, okay. So we start counting and <laughs> it's getting closer to 10. And so on 10, I just throw myself. And I landed really badly on my foot, on my right foot. And I ended up breaking my foot. And... Um, slightly before I had jumped my mom was like stop like you're gonna get hurt yada 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 and but I did it anyway right broke my foot and I started crying immediately because it hurt like a bitch and then she was like shut up blah, blah, blah. I told you not to jump yada 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 and then she made me walk home nice yeah yeah, yeah. so it wasn't even <laughs> that far it was like maybe like six houses down but I had to walk home and I kind of just like hopped on one foot because my other foot hurt so bad and I was just crying about it, right? Because I was like, mom, this isn't right. Like, it hurts. It's not just like my fat ass fell on my foot. Because I was, I was really heavy at the time. Really landed on it very wrong. I don't even remember, honestly, how I landed on it. But I landed on it pretty badly to break my fucking foot. And my uncle had to be the one to convince her to take me to the hospital. My mom did not want to take me to the hospital. She was like, no, you're stupid. Like, I told you not to jump. So now you're going to fucking, like, put up with it, you know? And I was like, just crying. I was like, okay. But my uncle ended up convincing her to take me to the hospital. And they were like, yeah, you broke your foot, sis. And I was like, you see, mom, like I wasn't just being dramatic. And then I had a cast for a few months. But <gasps> did you, I, could you walk or did you use crutches? Yeah, I had to use crutches. So I had crutches and then, yeah, I had to, I think I was like towards the end of the year, fifth or sixth grade, because I remember I had a friend like carrying my lunch tray. That's all I remember nice <laughs> yeah yeah but um but yeah she didn't want to take me to the hospital it's mean huh yeah. like i get it she's a little expensive but i genuinely i know i'm dramatic but that hurts so bad i've never felt pain like that in my life and she was like no walk home and i was like okay nah. and i walked my ass home don't yeah. love that yeah that was the only time i've ever broken something and even now it's not right it's not the same mm. yeah yeah Anyway, I, I thought it was funny. I don't know if you thought it was funny, but <laughs> I thought it was fucking funny. Uh, have you? Have I broken a bone? No. I've sprained. Do you want to? No. Nice. Yeah. But You know those little casts that they put on fingers when you break a finger? Oh, I think I might have broken a finger. That's I've always it. wanted one. I don't know what it is. but I've Yeah, I've had one. one. <laughs> i've had one of those finger casts yeah i think they're cute i don't know why but <laughs> i won't they're <laughs> weird i know <laughs> <laughs> okay did you play any sports growing up um yes 
I have played or I did play sports growing up. I grew up dancing. Fight me on it. It's a fucking sport. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, I danced. I swam. I cheered. Majority of my life was cheering. And then I also um, tried soccer um like one day so oh nice nice <laughs> nice i was like why didn't haven't i heard about this <laughs> yeah <laughs> i tried out like one day oh and i did basketball for a season when i was in like second grade that's awesome yeah i didn't I, do any sports and i did golf for a season oh, yeah, as yeah. well when Which i was mentioned yeah i don't know what grade i was in elementary school but yeah sorry that's awesome no 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 i wish that I always told my parents, I was like, why didn't you put me in something? Because I never did a sport growing up. The first thing I did in my life was Muay Thai, and that was freshman year. And my junior and senior year, I did cross country and track, and that's it. Like, I really wish, I work really well in groups. I work really well with somebody telling me what to do. So I genuinely, I I was, I didn't hate my parents for it, but I really wish they would have pushed me and yeah. put me into something. Because I... I I think I would have blossomed. I could have been like a, a professional soccer player or something, you know? Yeah, I think every child should um, be given the opportunity to at least choose one cur- extracurricular activity, um, physical activity, yeah. I should say. Uh, just because I feel like when you're a part of a team or a squad, um, I, I just you're there's just so much you can learn as well as keeping your kid busy and active and you know learning so many different things like what it's like to be a part of a team teamwork social you know learning new skill and then also doing something that they enjoy and that they can look forward to after school and stuff like that and I think it's very important for a child to do so so I'm very grateful that I um since the age of four or three or four was always involved in something there was now a period of time that I was not involved in something until my senior year of high school so yeah no I like that I feel like that would have helped me with my like social mm, awkwardness yeah yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) I have really bad social anxiety and I'm really working on it now because I genuinely don't want to be the way that I am um but I feel like that would have helped a lot. And it did. It, I made so many great friends, you know, from being part of these like clubs, being part of these groups towards the end of my um, high school like years. And I, I always told my mom, I was like, why don't you put me in a team? She was like, because he didn't want it. I was like, so you're going to tell so you're going to let like a five, six, seven year old tell you what to do. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it. Yes, I am a very lazy person. I've always been. But fuck. Yeah, I feel like to a certain extent, there should be things that your kids should be forced to do because later in life, they will be grateful for them. Maybe not in the moment. Yeah, because uh, when it was I think I was around, I don't know, it was coming into high school. I wanted to stop doing cheer and just stick to dance um, or just stop everything completely. My mom would not let me. She's like, you need to pick one at least and yeah she forced me to do it and I and I thank her for that even though I hated my coach the last year that I did it um but I shouldn't say hate hate is a strong word she was just very mean and two-faced so 
there's that and she kicked me off so nice nice <laughs> nice but anyways i hated cheerleaders in uh, school i did we would not have been friends i don't care what no, you say we would not have been but friends. here's the thing hear me out hear me out because i also hated cheerleaders <laughs> growing up <laughs> but i was a different type of cheerleader like i i have always been maybe maybe i'm wrong but i feel like i've always been as long as i can remember always wanted to break the norm I was a tomboy who didn't care for makeup, didn't care for gossip, didn't care for boys, didn't care for, you know, looking pretty, didn't care for all these things. But yeah, I was a cheerleader in a skirt and I fucking hated wearing dresses and skirt. But I loved wearing my cheer uniform. Make it make, <laughs> make sense. Make it make sense. <laughs> I don't you know. Can't. I loved it. And I loved the bow too, which was weird, <laughs> which is weird because now or even then i would not out of my cheer uniform and out of my cheer squad i would have never worn anything like that but i don't know so like i feel like when you say that we wouldn't have been friends trust me we would have i'm the same goddamn nah. person as i was in high school i wore men's clothing i didn't give a fuck to gossip i didn't give a fuck to how talk about boys all the time oh my god did you kiss this boy today like i didn't care for all that i didn't care for all this stupid shit like i was just here to have fun and you know cheer on my school and just you know perform yeah. i love to perform so that was my favorite part about it i didn't care for all the other stuff yeah, that's awesome but i still disagree i do not <laughs> think we would have been friends we i kept my circle very 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 small and i still do to this day i have like three friends uh, two yeah, friends and that's the best way because then you know if they're real real ones exactly. or not if you have a, you know 10 15 20 friends i'm sure there's a lot of fake ones in there what's oh, why yeah. why have those fake ones in of your course, circle yeah. so what are your top two favorite vacations slash trips that you've gone on and why were they your favorite? So I've only gone on about three trips and they've all been with Marley. Um, but my favorite by far and I think will be my favorite forever was when we just got off work and packed our shit and went straight to Seattle. Completely unplanned, completely impulsively that was the best trip by far because i honestly i do think that i'm a i'm a very impulsive person but not with certain things if that makes sense i am not one to be like you know what fuck it let's just pick up our shit and go even though we have work in like two days you know i am not one to do that <laughs> i have to have it planned out for like at least like minimum two weeks you know i have to make sure it's coming i have to make sure my shit's in order i have to make sure i'm prepared and so that was my favorite because I live for that. It was such a fun trip. I was so careless, so in the moment. And we did a lot of things. It was by far the best thing that's ever happened to me. Those few days that we were in Seattle were the best days of my life, honestly. And I think about it a lot often and I find myself looking at pictures and at videos that I took when Marley and I were there. They were so fun. It was, honestly. Oh, God. I've never heard you talk about that trip like that before. That made me that made me happy. Yeah, I know I don't talk about it a lot because I feel kind of lame. Like I said, I'm not... I've never been curious about the world. 
like I happened but not to the extent that I am now after like being with Marley as long as I have you know Marley's a very curious person she's a very spontaneous very impulsive and I live for it I love it I love the passion in her and that trip was so fun and obviously we've been to California twice and those were fun because I personally love California and our trip to Six Flags was really fun because yeah, we went with, you know, friends and we did a l- some fun stuff, some fun stuff. <laughs> and uh, honestly, uh, best times of my life have been on those trips. And I know we haven't gone on a lot, but we're going on a lot more. Well, we would have gone a lot more if COVID didn't get yeah. in the way. yeah. But it's crazy. Like we've done a lot of things in the few what five months that we've yeah. been together, and I'm really excited to see like where we go next. So. Same, same. Okay, yeah, what are your two? Favorite? I would say my top two favorite is definitely Seattle. Um, Seattle itself, I love the city, and I'm not a yeah. city. I'm not a city type of girl. Oh, I am. But I loved the vibes that Seattle had. I loved the weather. I just loved the people. I just loved the environment itself was so fun and i've never had been there so that's why another reason why it was a lot of fun for me as well it was me and heidi's first vacation alone together um and that so that was really cool for me and also it was really cool for me to um get heidi to go and explore an adventure like that like me like me being the reason why you are going out for the first time out of our state um the two states you've only been to the one you were raised in and the one that you live in now (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. so like that was pretty cool that i was um the reason why you went out for the first time and yeah just experiencing everything that we experienced together there was so much fun and i love i thrive on spontaneity yeah and stupidity because <laughs> I, we, both her and I, but mostly me, did not have a lot of money in the bank, but we still yeah, went. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we Hello. still went and it was so much fun. Um, I would do it again in a heartbeat. And then my second trip, favorite trip would definitely be Bali. I loved it there. Like loved it there. I loved the people. I loved the food. I loved the city. I loved the way they live it's so different from here obviously it's more so um just everyone lives so uh what's the word simple i should say also i'm a I, I'm very uneducated when it comes to people's economies, but I'm assuming assuming their economy is not that well just because I feel like a lot of people are poor there um, because my money was worth a lot older. But I could sound real stupid right now, and it's fine. I don't know. But, it, yeah, so it was really cool to experience some, some place like that. I have before, but each time that I get is such a cool experience for me because... Um, it just it's an eye opener that we don't need all these luxurious materialistic things because people elsewhere live very happy and fulfilling lives without all these luxurious and and expensive materialistic things that we have and so it just it's a really good reminder yeah um as well as cool experience and humbling experience that sounds so privileged of me to say all what i just said in the last two minutes but it's true 
no i agree and honestly like i've never been obviously outside of the country never been to i've been what to like three states in the u.s so i can't wait till i'm able to go outside and explore honestly the way you talk about bali and the video obviously that you have posted like on your instagram and stuff it looks so pretty and i don't know i like that the biggest thing about vacations which i haven't taken very many obviously but the thing i love most is just that you leave everything behind and you live in the moment as i think you should you know i have a hard time doing that because at the end of the day i need my money and i need to make sure i'm set you know so it's hard for me to let go of that so the reason i treasure those moments with you so much is because i let go completely and i was like let's live yeah yeah you know? and it's, it's <laughs> and i feel so like fun. more people should do that and more people should live their lives by that they should create um like a lifestyle that they can do spontaneous things and do things that you know to create memories um but we talk more about that in our um nine to five lifestyles that so we'll check that out anyways all right marley and where do you plan on traveling next um where i plan on traveling next is um definitely well we have a a trip already planned that got had to get postponed till august which is hawaii as you know wow i stuttered so much um but i do want (laughs) so i guess it's not a surprise i do want to surprise heidi with a trip before then um so it wouldn't be surprised but i guess it will be surprised on where we're going or what we're doing it's just i do want to do another spontaneous trip i'm just waiting for the right moment when it comes to her schedule and stuff but um and money um <laughs> i'm getting a surprise um, i'm here in uh, <laughs> but yeah um some somewhere obviously in the u.s but also my best friend he lives in the uk he's moving to greece and he's really wanting me to come visit him in greece um this year in september at the latest and so i'm just crossing my fingers that financially i can make it happen also i'm really scared this is gonna sound really dumb but i'm really scared to leave my girlfriend for that long (laughs) i know it's only gonna be like a week and a half to two weeks yeah i'm gonna have to need i'm gonna need to plan something so i'm (laughs) not here by myself um, i really do want to do that this year just because i've already gone two years without seeing my best friend and by the time i See, if i get to see him at the end of the year it'll be two and a half years and that's just gonna be so sad oh my god but yeah so i don't know i have some traveling plans coming up but i don't know exactly set other than hawaii what about you well obviously we have hawaii set but i really i don't know what it is but i've had a dream about it and i feel like it keeps popping up for me in certain things new orleans new orleans whatever i have to go I don't know what it is about that place. So maybe when you're in fucking Greece, I'm going to fucking go. No. I don't give a fuck, but I'm going. I don't care if I have $2 in my fucking bank account after I buy the ticket. I'm going and that's it. I really want to go. I just want to, I, I want to see more of the world. Like I said, I've never been curious about the world in the way that I am now, but I really just, I want to see everything. I want to experience everything. And I thank you for kind of opening my eyes to that. Like, I want to be more spontaneous. I want to be more impulsive. I want to live in the moment more. And I really want to visit, like, the east side of um, the country. Yeah, I've never been on the east side. 
And so I do, by the end of the year, I do want to make it to the east side. I don't know what it is about New York, but the last eight months, New York has been in my head constantly. And I've never wanted to go to New York before because I'm an island type of girl. I love tropical type places. When I go on vacations, I like to be in a tropical place. Um, So that's probably why I never made it to the east coast. Um, So I don't know. I really, really, really want to go to New York. and But New Orleans seems like it would be a lot of fun as well yeah i don't know what it is but i think after your mom was like yeah it's really great it's really fun i was like okay done done (laughs) done so she's an easy one to please i really am (laughs) um do you want children how many and when are you planning on starting a family Yes, I do want children. I want them like two years ago. Um, <laughs> don't know what else to say. How Just many kidding. do you want? I want, honestly, I don't want less than six kids. I want a really big family. Both of my parents come from really big families. And I want to keep that. Like, I want to continue that. Um, which is crazy because, you know, my best friend of like, what, 11 years. I've never, ever, ever, ever wanted kids. I hated kids. I genuinely hated kids, but, um, within the last two years, I have been just really wanting kids. I've been really wanting to start a family and I, I know I'm only 20 years old, but I, the idea of just settling down, creating something, helping form a person is such a big deal to me. And, like I said, I want them yesterday because I honestly can't wait to get the ball rolling in that aspect. Realistically from now, though, when would you like to start a family? Realistically, like financially, I don't know, honestly. I don't think I'd... Maybe within like the next two years, I would say. But even then, you know, who's to say I'm not going to be broker in two years than I am now? I don't know. But mentally, I have been, I I think that I'm at my prime right now. I haven't loved myself as much as I do now, even though I still kind of don't fully love myself. I'm in such a great mindset. I'm doing so well mentally where it's like I am ready. I want to start a family. I I want kids. I just I want a boy and his name is going to be Ezekiel and if I have a girl I'm going to be very sad, but I'm still going to love it, you know? But it I mean her. <laughs> I just I have this idea of having a boy and I'm going to be kind of sad, but I'm still going to love her. Anyway, yes, I want a kid yesterday or like 2 years ago. But realistically, within the next few years, of course, I just want to be not necessarily financially set for the rest of my life, but I want to be stable enough to where it's like, okay, cool. You want some new shoes? You want some fucking ice cream? Yeah, I don't have to worry about buying food and I don't want to, exactly. I don't want to have to be like, oh, I'm sorry, baby. Like, you can't have this because, you know, your mom doesn't get paid to like next two weeks you know what i mean i want to just be like exactly that's what i don't want realistically which i guess a lot of people do right nobody wants to be living paycheck to paycheck with their kid but i know it happens and i wouldn't be completely opposed to it but ideally yes i would not want to be worrying about living paycheck to paycheck with my kid um but we'll see what happens i don't know yeah i'm the same way um i of course want children i 
love and adore kids. They are so precious. I love how innocent they are. They're so cute. Um, and how many kids do I want? I have always wanted a big family for the longest time. I wanted 12 yeah. at the most. And I told myself eight at the least. Um, but that has changed <laughs> um, a lot. But um, I want to at least have one of my own biological children, child, but my, my own bod, <laughs> my own <laughs> one biological child. Yes. There we go. I did it. <laughs> I want at least one of my own and then I want to adopt the rest. Um, just because there's plenty of kids that are in the foster care system as well as um, just being born every day that don't have a home. So I would love to be their mommy. No, I agree. And But I do want to pass on my genes and see what I would look like as a little one. So, yeah, that's basically the only reason why I would have my own child. As well as, like, I've. this is going to sound bad, but there's another connection. When you carry a child in your stomach for nine months and rather than when you adopt there's a different connection the the love is still there the same but it's a different connection i feel like like oh yes i grew you inside of me there's that connection but then there's the connection you know from your adopted kid that it's like yes you were meant to be my child you know what i mean so it's a difference like you were meant to be you are you know what i mean not that sounds bad but you know what i mean there's, a, there's <laughs> I, two I, different I get connections mean, yes yeah. they are just as strong but they're just two different ones and i want to experience the one that they grow inside of me no i get it i get it and you and i have talked about this before where you and i are on the exact same page where i want only one of my own and the rest i do want to like adopt I want a boy and that's period. That's it. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. But I do want a big family. So I'm glad that you and I at least yeah. agree on that completely. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. So, yeah. Um, and then I, uh, when I want to start a family is um, before I'm 30, I at least want to have my biological child. But if I adopt before then somehow, then I, I'm down for it. But at least before I'm 30 to have my biological child, I don't want to have my child after I'm 30. Um, ideally, I would want it by the time I was 27. So that's in a year from now, a year and a half from now. So, yeah. Mm. So anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, next question. What kind of music do you like to listen to? Um, I like almost all music. I absolutely do not like classical music and actually I don't mind classical. I just never would listen to it myself. So I take that back. The only one that I cannot stand is country word and slightly heavy metal when, when, but I, I don't mind heavy metal. It's just when they're screaming the whole time and they're not singing, I don't like but the music behind it, like the the guitars, the drums and stuff like that, it's good. I think it is. But the screaming, I, I don't like. It gives me anxiety and it causes me stress and puts me in a negative mood. So whoever listens to it and says it puts me in a better mood, you're lying to yourself. Just saying. But I absolutely love R&B. R&B will always be my number one. 
and it has been since I was four since I liked music um R&B I love it I love R&B so much and then my second would obviously be hip-hop and then my third would be like I don't know I like alternative indie type stuff I don't really listen to it a lot anymore I used to more so before I also like EDM and, and electronic music what about you so according to Marley, I'm lying to myself, but whatever. <laughs> Heavy metal has been a very, very big part of my life since I was about like um, 10. Yeah, so I was, I got into it very, very, very young and I held on to it. That's something that I still listen to to this day. Not around Marley, of course, but um, I love it. I, I'm, I love the screamo. I love heavy metal. I love that grungy like oh i love it about it i just there's so much passion there's so much feeling there beyond just the screaming beyond the lyrics and everything there's just so much feeling there but you only listen to it when you're upset yeah no i listen to it all the time i just don't listen to it around you because one time i played it around her and she was like that gives me anxiety turn it off so i turned it off never did it again i listen to it constantly i feel like you're lying to yourself no i it helps me calm down small percentage there's a very small percentage that genuinely like the music for the music and the art i love it but there i feel like a mass majority just have so much anger inside of them so much hatred and so much sadness and so much anger as I already said, inside of them. So they cling to that music because it's um, they can express themselves through that music. And honestly, that's pretty much what it is. Exactly. But I love it. I feel... it. Honestly, I you can ask my ex-roommate. I would fall asleep to this music blasting on my headphones. Also, not to, not to expose you... I love you, it. Not to expose you, but what was your headspace, headspace back then? Ah, she was a little depressed. I mean, yeah, she. I mean, she. I was a little, kind of all over the place, but I've always been. You know, age ten was a very hard part of my life, um, and I will hold on to that for a very long time. I think, but that's one thing that's remained very constant, and to an extent, I do like to have consistency in my life i like to have some type of stability and yes it might not seem like a big deal but music heavy metal things like that have been something that have stayed consistent and something that i felt like i could always rely on so yes i do love that but after meeting like marley and stuff i have gotten into a lot of r&b but of course my um other types of music i would listen to is like alternative indie music uh classic rock things like that um but yeah, I don't know. My music is pretty much all over the place. The only things I can't really stand is country. Um, Glad but we're even on the same then, page on that. yeah. But I mean, even then, you know, at work <laughs> they would play some country songs, and I like the lyrics. I just don't like the style you of the like music. You like the lyrics? Some of the lyrics. cold beer never broke my heart. You like that? What the fuck kind of song is that? Ice cold beer never, bro- ne- never broke. Never broke my heart either, sir. I mean, ma'am. 
okay yeah maybe well. hitting different i'm just kidding <laughs> no but you know i music itself is such a beautiful thing such a beautiful way to express yourself and the way you're feeling and just everything yeah. i love art i love, I music love too. art i love music and yeah so but the biggest thing that i'll never think i'll ever let go to is like heavy metal screamo heavy rock kind of thing i love it i live for it i really do that's cute yeah what has been your favorite concert or show thus far i only remember two of them because i wasn't really allowed to go out growing up one was van's warp tour back in like 2012 and i think it was for blackville brides or asking alexandria i don't remember that was fun and the most recent one i went to was like last year i think and it was for um elenium it was like a rave so i don't they were fun but those were your only two yeah that wasn't that's not really my scene i don't like being crowded i don't like being suffocated i'm very claustrophobic so as to shows yeah i've never been to very many don't really plan on it i love concerts i really do and i haven't been to one in a while which is sad but my top two favorite would probably be miley cyrus (laughs) (laughs) Um, when she had her bangers tour when she went crazy um it was so much fun my best friend kelly she gave me um, a ticket from my birthday i think or it's christmas i think it was my birthday um so shout out to you kelly thank you um that was probably yes one of my favorite concerts and then uh, sorry there's three ray shremmerd was one of them so fucking fun um not necessarily they just put on a really good show and then the third one was group love i don't know if anyone knows who group love is um but that was a really fun concert they put on a really good show their music is like pretty good in the studio but live it's so good like so good anyways so yeah no you know what i just remembered i once also went to a concert for matt and kim with a really close friend and i didn't know who they were but i pretended like i love them because i was like yeah let's go ended up going their energy on stage was so good i wasn't even into that type of music it's like electronic kind of thing yeah and i do like some type of edm but i like really hardcore edm you know so that was kind of like eh but their energy on stage the energy that they bring it was, oh, it was really really fun but yeah comes down to energy but that's right i just remember that one it was matt and kim Matt and Kim. Yeah, Matt and Kim. It was in Ogden. Yeah, it was fun. What are some of your favorite movies or books? I don't really read read anymore. But growing up, I was a big reader. Always read years above my grade level. Harry Potter, the series, movies, I love and will forever love. And that will never change. I love movies, though. I do love watching TV, but Harry Potter will be one that I can watch consistently forever and ever and ever and ever. Never get tired of it. <laughs> I, um, on the other hand, never read a book. Um, oh. <laughs> just kidding. I've read a few. None that really stood out to me. Um, but movies? I don't really have any favorite movies. I like movies, and I love watching movies, but I don't really have favorites. I really like dramas, and sad movies and touching movies like the secret life of bees um the name is really weird but i love the movie yeah it was good 
Um, and I really like um, Straight Outta Compton. <laughs> Never seen it. Is it good? Yeah, actually, it really is good. Um, I just love movies, so <laughs> I could go and list so many. But I like dramas mostly. And I'm starting to get into more sci-fi stuff, which is weird because I hated sci-fi until like a year and a half ago. Yeah, I'm not really too into that. So what is something you think everyone should do at least once in their lives? One thing that you should do in your life before you die is go skydiving. I think that it's such a it's such a crazy experience and such a cool experience. Um, you feel like you're on top of the world and you almost kind of are. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just really cool. I like it a lot. It was fun. So just feel very alive. And so uh, I just love the adrenaline rush. I just do. I love it. I loved it so much. I, yeah, I think skydiving should be something that you should do at least once. I was going to say traveling, but that's like, but I, yeah, I think somebody, you should at least leave the country once in your life as well. Skydiving and leaving the country once at least. But when it comes to traveling, you should travel as much as you can. No, I completely agree. And for me, I... I wouldn't be able to say exactly one thing, but I agree when you said um, adrenaline rush because that can be different for everybody. You know, for me at first, when I first moved out, it was like I took a sip of beer. Oh, hell, the adrenaline that came from that. (laughs) I was like, she a bad motherfucker. She a baddie. Yeah, I was like, damn. (laughs) And then I escalated very quickly from there. (laughs) Don't regret it, though. You know, that rush, that feeling where you're just living in the moment experiencing everything that the world has to offer whether it's good for you or not it's really nice to just experiment and so anything that gives you that rush that's yeah that oh my god yeah anything to that extent i would agree on fucking that. do it yeah i would agree on that the adrenaline rush do anything that gives you an adrenaline adrenaline rush because that rush <laughs> it's if? something like it's so crazy to yeah. feel but you crave it. You so much. At least I do. I don't know. So much. Yeah. Who would you want to be stranded on an island with? And who would you not want to be stranded on an island with? I think somebody I'd be okay with being stranded on an island with is probably you. Good. Right fucking yeah. answer, Heidi. Oh, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> so she's still in a relationship. Um, <laughs> probably you, yeah. But somebody that i wouldn't want to be on, stranded on an island with probably either one of my parents um they're really hard people honestly they're very controlling very it has to be done this way kind of a way and i i hate that whereas like you're very impulsive very like let's figure it out let's like you know i don't know i love your vibe and it keeps you're very easy going which i really love so yes good good and you yes so my answer is the same as your well not the same as yours but I would love to be stranded on an island. Well, not love, but if we were oh, okay. to, if we were to be stranded on an island, I would love to be with you. Um, and who would I not want to be stranded on an island with? I would not want to be stranded on an island with somebody I don't know. Although it would be fun in a sense, but not really because just you risk that chance of them being somebody completely who you can't stand what if they are a murderer what if they 
uh, are fucking annoying. And what if they just cause problems? You know, you know, those, those people who are just so klutzy. So like, for example, you pitch a tent, you make a tent, right? And they're just so ditzy that they're walking by it. And then the whole tent just falls. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be stuck with somebody who's just causes problems after all this stuff that you've been trying to do. I don't know. I, I fucking wouldn't want to be with a stranger. (laughs) (laughs) But you call me ditzy all the time. So I'm a little hurt. (laughs) (laughs) You are ditzy, but not really. You're more like, um, just airhead no i guess it's nice airhead but i don't know like maybe you are no yeah what next um yeah anyway okay what are the top five things you love about me the top five things i love about you are um i love how loving you are even though no offense you do have a hard time showing your love towards other people um but i know that there's so much love there and you're working on showing it (laughs) um i love how um pretty you are (laughs) um and i also love how your smile i love your eyes and i love how open you are to hearing me out because i feel like we're so different um on so many things and mine are compared to yours are out of this world um like just like my theories my thoughts my my um what is the word starts with p my perception no perception on things yeah my perception on things are just so completely different from you but you you hear me out and you actually take in consideration you really think like oh you know what I mean you don't kind of just blow it off like most people who think like you or who you know what I mean have the same viewpoints as you are people that are like goes in one year and out the other maybe that maybe you are just so good at acting and you know what i mean but i love how you actually listen to me take into consideration and then you're like yeah i'll have to disagree but you make a really good point you know what i mean i love that about you that you just don't really disregard my my the things that i say even though some of them are absolutely crazy no of course and that comes back to reciprocation i want to give what i want to receive you know obviously i'm not even though I completely disagree, even though I completely disagree with a lot of things you say, I hear them out. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But you know, yada yada yada. Yeah. Because when I say something that won't make sense to you, I want the same response. I don't want, oh, that's stupid. You know, I want my feelings validated. So that's why I do that. But yeah, cool. Thanks. That's, that's what are nice. five things that you like about me? The first thing, you're so genuine. I've never met another person who's just so genuine, so selfless. You know, you're such, even before we started dating, even though we weren't super close, I did consider you a very close friend. You're such an easy person to talk to. Like you are the less judgmental person I've ever met in my life. And 
right when I met you, I wanted to just tell you my life story, you know? And it didn't take long for me to do that. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I love about you. You're very genuine, very selfless. Um, You're funny. You always keep me laughing, which is something that I appreciate most because I want to be as carefree and just very, you know, happy with my life and with the world. And you help me do that. And I love that. And one thing I really love and that I was kind of lit, I don't know if jealous is the right word. Uh, Envious. uh, Maybe that's worse. You don't give a fuck about what other people think. And I love that. I'm working my way towards that because to an extent, I still care more than I should. I think we all care to an extent, right? What other people perceive us as, like what other people think of us. But I feel like, I mean, I know that I take that a lot more seriously than i should and i really want to let go of that which is something that i admire most about you that you just genuinely don't give a fuck and you're just you completely and i love you for that and And i love you yeah and you're just so transparent (laughs) you really are sometimes a little too transparent and i honestly i wouldn't even say too much because i love that i want complete honesty this is how it is even if you're stubborn as fuck about it like cool that's what you feel this is what you are let's talk about it you know i love that i love that you're so transparent i feel like i mean obviously sometimes i do feel like i have to guess but most of the time like 98 percent of the time i never have to guess about how you're feeling um about how i make you know if you feel how a certain situation is making you feel if you're feeling a certain type of way about something i never have to guess and i love that it makes it a lot easier communication is a lot easier that way (laughs) you're so sweet thank you i love you I don't want to get all sappy and soppy, whatever the fuck, on here, but thank you, Heidi. Um, what is something you always wanted to try or do? Drugs. Stop lying. You. I'm <laughs> not even kidding. No, because <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm always just kidding. told me you've never wanted to do that. <laughs> I'm just so kidding. Shut up. Okay, let me just pretend. <laughs> okay, so something i've always wanted to do or or try or try i've started a bucket list for years now uh my top one as silly and as lame as it may seem skydiving has been a top one i have to skydive before i die i don't care even if it's like 12 like no not 12 okay like 50 feet from the sky i don't give a fuck i have to (laughs) skydive okay i just have to do it before i die that's something i really want to do and as silly as it may seem i i really want to do that something very just exhilarating you know i my bucket list is so long i haven't really done much so 50 percent of my bucket list is what i would like to do then what would you um something that i would like to try or do it would have to be this is a hard one because I just feel like I've done like a lot. Something I've always wanted to do. Okay, this is pretty lame. Um, but something I've always wanted to do is travel abroad alone. I've always wanted to to yeah, go on to a new place, to a new country by myself. Um, and I would love to also live abroad for a year or so as well. Not something that I see myself doing before i die both of those things yeah 
That's I love traveling, lame. as you can tell. Everything revolves around traveling for me. I know. I like that a lot. I would, I'd, I'd want to travel too. But honestly, my top one, skydiving. I have to fucking skydive before I die. <laughs> I agree. All right. We just got back from a bathroom break. Gotta take a little shit, whatever. Um. Anyways, like you were saying, Heidi. Okay, Marley, what are your worst fears? My worst fear would definitely, my number one would definitely be death. And it's not necessarily what comes after death. It's the process of dying that scares me. I don't want to go in pain. I don't want to have anxiety. I want to go peaceful. Like I want to, I want to get to a point where I'm okay with dying. So when it happens, I'm not sitting there having a panic, panic attack as I'm going, you know, and I want to go out being okay. Obviously it's not fun and could be painful, just having everything shut down um but also i don't know i'm just scared i'm scared also to go too soon i don't i'm not ready yet and i don't know i just that scares me and then my the second well nothing really scares me other than that that's crazy and you and i have talked about this where it's like i'm so fascinated by you know all of my tattoos revolve around death I'm so fascinated by death, not in a, like a bad negative way where it's like I want to die, but it's more so like I I'm just so enthralled by the idea of death, what comes with it, leading up to obviously is would probably just really suck and it does. It's very hard to witness that, but I don't know. My biggest fear, honestly, it's a a little deep. My biggest fear is that my parents and I won't like reconcile and have some type of relationship before they pass. You know, they've really pushed me away with being who I am. And my biggest fear is that them and my siblings will just push me away so far where they don't want a relationship with me at all, which I know we're there right now, but hopefully, you know, we'll grow from that and form some type of relationship in the future. But my biggest fear is not having that at all and just you know not having that connection so that's that's my biggest fear yeah yeah i could under i could see that it 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 is a scary thing to to picture the rest of your life without your family that you grew up with who raised you you know what i mean it's scary i i used to have that fear i really did when my family's relationship wasn't the best. Well, me and my parents' relationships weren't the best. And I had that same fear, for sure. Yeah, and I think that's what gives me a little bit of hope. You know, I constantly hope for the growth of my parents' mindset and the way they think and the way they're just so traditional, which I hate. But hopefully they're able to grow from that and I can form some type of, type of relationship, even if it's not with my parents, at least with my siblings. You know, I, re- I really want that. But What? No, sorry. Have you ever had sex in a pool, a lake, or just any body of water? No, actually, I've had sex in outside of a bedroom or a car, like maybe once or twice, and that's been with you. So no, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've yet to do that. So <laughs> let me we've know. Had sex in the shower. Oh, never mind then. But no, I've never had <laughs> sex either in a pool or a lake or like a big body of water. Nah, yeah, yeah, me either. That'd be fun though. Not really. Have you ever tried anal, Marley? 
No. Ah, no. Okay, well, a guy stuck his fingers in my asshole. Ew. Um, but I didn't like it. <laughs> so I said, cut the shit. Let's get back to other stuff. But no, other than finger going in my butthole, no. I Anal does not fascinate me at all. I tried it once. Um, Did you like it? No, 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 not at all. No. But I also feel like I wouldn't be opposed to doing it again, just to make sure I really don't like it, you know? The idea of it does gross me the fuck out. I wouldn't mind doing it to somebody else. Like, if you wanted to do it to yourself, (laughs) let's go, you know? But for me, I feel like it'd be hard to agree to that. I don't know. Shit is supposed to come out of my asshole. Nothing's supposed to go in. That's all I have to say. Yeah. I agree. Um, what is the stupidest thing you've done to get laid? Don't get mad at me. I mean this in the most humble way. <laughs> I've never had to beg or do any type of thing to get laid. They just kind of come to me, you know? Yeah. And it's like, if I'm feeling it, then I'm like, okay, cool. Let's do it. No. Glad you say that because same. <laughs> Yeah, I got some type of game, you know? I've never done anything stupid to get laid. I've got laid in stupid ways, if that makes sense. But I've never done anything stupid to get laid. To get laid, so yeah. Yeah, same, same, same. I want to hear some fun stories. If you have some fun stories, let me know. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Okay, have you ever tried drugs? And if so, which ones? Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> about to expose myself yes i have tried drugs and i've tried um quite a bit i would say um i've tried marijuana i've tried acid i've tried meth i've tried adderall i've tried um cough syrup i've tried temazepam i've tried molly i've tried ecstasy (laughs) this is so sad um there was i still i've always forgotten what this pill was called but there was like one or two other pills that i took that i don't remember the name of that's crazy so there's that (laughs) ew (laughs) i can't believe myself so yeah I think it's cool to experiment yeah to an extent you know i myself have only tried like marijuana molly and shrooms and let me tell you shrooms were amazing i (laughs) i i loved it a lot everything even as far as like body contact i don't know what it was but i loved it a lot yeah, I mean, I would have to agree. Like, acid is pretty similar to um, mushrooms. Um, but to my understanding, I've never done mushrooms, but to my understanding, the only reason why I've never tried mushrooms is because that's disgusting because most mushrooms that my friends were getting a hold of came off of cow shit. So I'm good. I'm Thank you, but I'm not eating cow shit. Um, but but as to my understanding acid is the same thing but more potent because it is synthetic not synthetic but you know what i mean not n- a natural substance um 
but i don't know so is that a spider on my bed my pillow what is that <gasps> there was a bug on my pillow oh on heidi's pillow that ah! Back to what I was saying, acid. Acid, I would have to say, is a pretty fun drug until you have a bad trip. <laughs> but it is so, it is fun. It is crazy to see um, the things you hallucinate. It is crazy to see where your mind goes. Your mind goes crazy just because you're, I, to my understanding, you're using your full brain, you know, because you know without the drugs we don't use our full brain but when you're on those drugs you use your full brain and so it's pretty insane yeah i don't know how that works but it was fun it was so fun i like i said i've never ever wanted to steer in that direction but i i'm glad i tried what i did at the end of the day it was nice to experience had some fun stories to tell um but I, I don't think it would continue in that. Yeah. I'm good with alcohol. Yeah, and it's crazy. I never saw myself ever doing drugs as well. And um, no, I don't think I'll ever go back to doing that. Um, but it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. Um, I grew from it. It, it was kind of hard coming out of it just because of the experiences that I had. Um, but I grew from it and I'm better now. And um, yeah, I laugh at all those times that i had and a lot of people won't even believe that i did the things that i did as well as doing as many drugs as i did so there's that (laughs) yeah and i've told you before when we first started talking i was like no way you did that because it was just a complete 180 yeah i'm just wild just different i've grown up (laughs) which is awesome i mean she's old so good you know (laughs) not really i'm only 25 i'm about to be 26 what the fuck but yeah, I don't know. Drugs are fun, but to an extent. To an extent, it's yeah. nice to experiment. It's not a, I think. It's not, even if I were to still be doing them, it wouldn't be a forever thing. And yeah, I always yeah. knew that. Yeah. I always thought I would smoke marijuana, though. That's something <laughs> I always thought I would smoke. Um, but yeah, uh, one day I stopped. So there's that. Occasionally, I'll hit some marijuana, but most of the time that I do that, I regret it. So. Well, that is all the questions we have for today. I actually really enjoyed doing this episode. I did too. I wasn't too sure about it, honestly. I was telling Marla, I was like, I'm not really feeling this, but it was kind of fun. It was fun. If you guys want us to do this again, um, let me know on Instagram, of course. Um, you know, purple flower stars on Instagram and um we'll do it again and we'll get more questions from other people that listen other than my sister and my cousin yeah i didn't bother asking other people i'm sorry (laughs) me neither and i just knew that um they're constantly listening so um yeah i just wanted to see what they would want to hear answered anyways um that was fucking fun Stay tuned for next week's episode. We will be doing an episode about online dating. Just everything that we feel about online dating. And <laughs> and um, just maybe some horror stories too. Let's go. With, let's get some horror stories. I don't know. It's going to be a surprise for the both of us. <laughs> but yeah. we will be talking about online dating. If you guys 
like online dating or if you don't like online dating, please listen to next week's episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all of you. Again, we post new episodes every Monday, so stay tuned for next week's episode. We're also open to feedback, so please leave us a review and make sure to subscribe. Or you can follow me on Instagram and leave me a DM. My Instagram handle is at purpleflowerstars. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking bitch. Have Have a great great week. week. Bye. Bye.